The biggest obstacle to creativity is breaking through the barrier of disbelief. Rodney Mullen. Hello and welcome back to the Seek and Enjoy podcast where we discuss the dynamic between your everyday job and your passions and hobbies. My name is Josh and I'm here with a good friend of mine, Fee. What's up, man? Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you, man. Fee and I have known each other uh, for quite some time now. Uh, We met in high school. We had different classes together, played guitar a lot together. What else? We did. Yeah, we played guitar. We... We, I think we skated initially together first, yeah. um, and then guitar, and then, I don't know, man. It's a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Can't believe it. It's crazy. When I think of like the times that we spent hanging out together, I think of like the early days uh, when you were learning guitar, and uh, we started recording and producing uh, little, little songs and music together. And I wish we had those... The songs from back in the day, like I don't remember them at all, but it was fun. They were Dang. fun to play. I remember Cream Soda. That was the Dude, jam. Cream Soda, holy. Dang, we have to play some Cream Soda. Yeah, I don't remember what it sounds like at all, but that's that's a that's a throwback right there. I'll, I'll have to show you Cream Soda again. So I'm a licensed nurse as my day job. Currently, I'm working a contract job doing COVID relief, uh, basically just anything they need with the the COVID assistance at this time uh initially i was doing like contact tracing and then some covid policy when all that was happening and then they transitioned me over to the vaccine assistance so i'm in a mass clinic for mass vaccinations at the moment wow yeah so you're you're administrating the vaccines how many are you giving out a day do you think so we've slowed down initially we get a lot i've given over a thousand easily but currently, I've transitioned over to the observation. I'm, I'm more so kind of watching over people, see how they respond, and then give any like uh, interventions or assistance as needed for anybody right. that has any issues. To make sure that they don't have any like crazy reactions or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm sure that, I mean, there's probably been people that have had reactions or something. Just Yeah, it happens. I mean, everybody's got something different going on. I think it's one of those things that affects everyone a little bit differently. Definitely. So what have you learned from doing that as your job? Uh, do, is there anything that you want to say about how, uh, how that has taught you anything about life? Or Yeah, I think overall nursing has been very positive, very rewarding. Our healthcare system is quirky. That's, I'm going to leave it at that. But overall, man, I've had some great life experiences with people, stuff that you wouldn't get if you weren't right there in direct patient care. It's taught me, like... I, I always ask people that do really well later into their lives, like what they do, how did they get there? What, you know, what things do they, like what, if they had one thing to tell me, what would they tell me? So I've learned a lot of cool stuff, man. Yeah. And yeah. I, What's I probably the best piece it. of advice that, that you've gotten from somebody, like when they, when you ask them that question? Make sure you smoke and drink as much as you can. <laughs> right. Uh, I think probably the best There's been a lot, man. That so the best response I've gotten to asking people what piece of advice they would give me is just to live life, man. 
we're not guaranteed anything. Don't regret anything, you know. I mean, don't be stupid, but make informed decisions, but also live your life. Yeah. Recently, you've been getting into cinematography, videography, documenting the Dallas-Fort Worth skateboarding scene. What triggered your interest in that? Skateboarding and like filming go hand in hand, basically. Uh, when I was younger, I would take my dad's like handy cam with the cassette tapes and stuff, and then well, I would help him film when we were younger, like family stuff. And then when I started skateboarding, I took that and filmed over old memories and. <laughs> Wiped all your dad's good stuff. Yeah, I, I made sure it was nothing useful, but we we would film it like skateboarding in you know the street or whatever. And then when cell phones became a thing, we could film each other on our cell phones. I'd make little edits of us skateboarding. I had a razor phone back in the day. We used to film on that thing. It was like choppy, like hundred and whatever megabytes per second terrible resolution thing right it's all grainy but yeah. you're like but, oh this is the best quality we've ever had yeah it was cool at the time i knew it looked terrible but i didn't know any better at the time it was, it was cool just to have something to film with our friends and like put together and then um here recently i was doing a lot more uh video editing with like phone video footage of skateboarding stuff and i started to do more like hiking and stuff with my girlfriend so I was like, man, I really want to document this stuff in a in a more pleasing way, you know, like a cooler way. Um, and then one night, dude, I was scrolling the internet and like I'd been looking all this stuff up, and I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna buy a camera. Um, just I'd go already, for it, huh? Yeah, I'd already know. I knew what kind of look I wanted to do. If you ever watch any of my stuff, there's like a certain aesthetic to it, I think, or I try to do that I like. So I knew what tools I needed to get me there. So just been slowly building that up. And, you know, after I bought the initial body and everything, and I don't know, here we are. Um, That's awesome, man. I mean, it looks great. All, all the stuff that I've seen on, on your Instagram, um, like it, it looks very clean and crisp and, uh, and detailed. And so that's something that uh, I think, aside from the, the, the documentary portion of it, where you get to uh, interview people and, and get to have that camaraderie and that friendship with them, uh, definitely, it's almost a, like an art to it. That's, yeah, that's a pretty dope way to put it. It's, uh, it's like um, that technical side of it, of making it look good or look a certain way. But then the main driver of it or the main spirit of it is the story or the person. So, Do you have a section called How'd That Feel uh, where you will uh, capture someone doing a cool trick and then you'll talk to them and ask them about it? after how did that part come about that started uh one night at chisholm trail skate park i was i had gotten into some vintage lenses so i was testing them out and i was like hey i'll, I'll film y'all doing your trick or whatever and then they would land their stuff and i'd banter with them like hey what was that like how'd that feel or whatever and then after putting it together it kind of already had that format and I was at the skate park and I was chatting with my friend Malcolm uh, about it and we were talking about how the next segment should be like how'd that feel and so the next one I put together I consciously was like how did that feel or what did that feel like and then now it is what it is. Yeah you know and I, I think that that's a great uh, almost like an elevator pitch kind of interview like you, you talk to somebody and you say those three words to them how'd that feel 
and a lot of times they respond uh, in a positive way or some of them are like oh you know it, it was all right it was it was okay yeah i think it's it's a cool thing to see the the contrast between like different skills that or skill level in skateboarding and like you know you'll have someone who's who's new and who's stoked on just like rolling or something which is beautiful in itself you know the true essence of skateboarding is that feeling of just rolling around and just having a good time yeah having a good time and then you have people who have been skating for a while and they know what level they can perform at and if they don't execute it they're like oh you know it, it could have been better you know but at the end of the day you still did the trick so it's still cool you know so. right and it's cool to see all that play out you know and, and having both sides seeing both sides of it um throughout filming it is, has been pretty cool that's awesome doing that also helps seeing like like newer skaters getting excited over the basics and stuff i think it really takes you back to what skating felt like as a new skateboarder and the excitement and joy of skateboarding for what it really is you know just that purity you can yeah like you can get frustrated at skateboarding and you can you know sometimes things don't go your way you get hurt and all this stuff but at the end of the day if you know if you're just rolling around you know it's still a good time man do you ever think that you'll put together a full-length skate video or, or maybe like a, a shorter documentary anything could happen man as far as full-length skate videos the way that i do my stuff it's not really bet i mean it can be done but skateboarding it's more like up close and raw and a lot of skateboarding is they they have single tricks but there's also lines people skate through things down things uh, I can't really do that with the way I'm saying I don't really want to skateboard with my entire rig, you know. Yeah, like, be that you got to follow around. Just, yeah, um, it's just a lot, a lot of a lot of factors. But if anyone does want to film in that format, the way that I film, like my the way I do my skating filming, like that stationary long lens type look, maybe it could happen, man. Who knows? It'd be. I thought about filming myself, <laughs> or like a full part for myself, but I don't think. Probably not. I'm not. I say this before. I'm. I'm not skilled enough in certain skateboarding for that to happen. I don't know if anybody wants to watch me kickflip two stairs over and over and over again. <laughs> I'd probably watch it. I definitely would. I mean, aside from being a, a talented at at um, filmography and and photography, uh, feed you're actually like a really good skateboarder. So I just want to be the first guy to ask you how'd that feel. Touche, man. You got me. <laughs> Dude, it feels great. I love skateboarding. I love actual skateboarding and I love skateboarding as like a thing. I love, just go watch Bernie's interview. Everything that he says in the interview, interview, I agree with. I love the people. I love the challenges, the ups and downs. I love it all. Yeah. Sk skateboarding is great. Seems like a great community, man. Skateboarding has been robust in DFW for a long time. There's been like, there's been so much that's happened in DFW as far as skateboarding. And I'm just getting a little piece of the pie, like as far as people at the moment, you know, there's so much history before that. And I'm sure there's plenty more after. I already see it happening. Yeah. What do you think it is about skateboarding that appeals to most skaters? Most skaters, the appeal of skateboarding to skateboarders, 
that feeling, man, of initially, that feeling of rolling around, it's cool. And you chase the next thing, you ollie, try to kickflip. And it just, it's cool to work for something and see the progress. I think a lot of different people skate for a lot of different reasons. I think most people are drawn to it initially because it looks fun and looks cool. There's a lot of friendships that build through skateboarding, so that community brings people together and makes them want to skate. Some people do it for therapy, stress relief, and self-expression is probably... Yeah, you can do whatever you want on skateboard. You can. There's so many different styles and like, even like a, the way you dress or like the tricks you choose to do or whatever. So more than the tricks, you see the people. Uh, what is your vision and sharing uh, like your skater spotlights? Okay, so the skater spotlights, initially there was this dude named Joseph Reed. He's a Chisholm Trail Skate Park local. Um, great guy, great skateboarder. Love, I love his style, I love the way he skates and just a, just a cool dude, man. And I, I just wanted to get to know him more, you know? So my, let's take it back. My favorite skate video growing up was the Hot Chocolate Tour video. In that video, they combined skateboarding with commentary, like interview type commentary. So I was like, dude, you know, let's, I want to film Joseph skate. I like the way he skates. I want to have him talk about, you know, himself and his skateboarding so that people get to know him better. And, you know, it helps people con feel connected to the skateboarding and the skater. So I did that with him. And then um, it turned out a lot better than I anticipated. Honestly, at first, when I, when I was doing it, I didn't think it would turn out uh, the way it did. So seeing that I could make it look pretty good, I was like, dude, let me just, you know, get more people on the train of like doing this, you know, and I would ask people that, you know, my homies or whoever I like the way they skate or I've, I wanted to know more about them. You know, I just hit them up like, hey, are you interested? Uh, do you want to do something like this? I'm doing this shit on Instagram. Sorry, can I cuss on this? You can if you want to, oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing this on Instagram um, or whatever. Like, are you interested in doing it? And then, you know, a lot of people are receptive to it. And then it got to where I want like, to do everybody, but there's only so much time. And they take so long to do. So <laughs> Right. Yeah. So how much of it is uh, on the back end? Like, how, how long does it take for you to edit something like that? So initially when I first started, it took me so long because I was figuring out my camera gear. I was figuring out the editing uh, software. Um, if you watch through them, you can see a lot of mistakes in the beginning. But over time, my workflow is a lot better now. It used to take me like, at least take me forever, dude. Like over 10 hours, man. And like going through and chopping stuff up and like, but now I could probably, realistically, I could probably, I could probably chop it all up and like get it partitioned out in about three hours to have it all set up clean. And That's then, fast. That's really fast. It, it's not so hard because like I, I kind of know what I'm looking for when I'm filming and like doing that but the hardest part bro is finding the music for it that yeah. is the most time-consuming I will spend I've spent like three hours trying to find music for it so that's that's where the time consumption is so when it comes to music do you go with I mean it seems like a lot of your music on the on the videos is like a really chill vibe do you look for that chill vibe or do you look for like just like uncopyrighted music or so it's a combination of both i definitely want something that's like kind of fits what is being like the the vibe at the time and then uncopyrighted is also nice but you know i spent so much time worrying about getting uncopyrighted music that 
I was like, well, why am I even doing this anyways? I'm not putting it up on YouTube to like monetize it, right? Right, you're not trying to sell it or Yeah, anything. so I think moving, f I mean, it's better to have it non-copyrighted. So that's like my dilemma now is like that non-copyrighted thing. But definitely there's a vibe I want to get with every section, so. Yeah. A recent video on your Instagram, a quick shout out to Fee's Instagram. He, you can be found at two underscore stare underscore kickflip. That's two as in T-W-O. Right, don't spell it T-O or, or else you'll never get there. Your two stare kickflip page, you've got a link that dives into a secondary channel for your YouTube. Actually, I found there that you've got longer than just your short films, there are extra like full length, I say full length, but like 10, 15 minutes versus like your 30 second spotlights. Uh, that, that talk to other skateboarders uh, and to get a little bit more in depth, more on that commentary side like you're talking about. Uh, one of the recent ones I saw was with Ryan Bernal. There's a couple things that I wanted to say about that. I, th I think that it's, it's great to see that side of skateboarding. Ryan, in, for example, has a really huge personality. Yeah, his personality and his approach to skateboarding seems to be a huge part of his approach to life. In that video, you talked to Ryan some about his journey, struggles, and his job. One of the pieces of advice or the takeaways that Ryan said was that that you should take your time, have patience with yourself, and don't worry about what other people think. Um, what do you think about what do you think about that interview? I think he's gonna hate that you called him Ryan. <laughs> he, should I hit him? No, you're good. You're good. Well, he, he, he goes by Bernie. Sometimes well, I'll mess with him, call him Ryan a little bit, but... Um, yeah, Bernie, his, like, parting words on skateboarding, is it's definitely true. Like, don't rush, you know. I agree with everything he said, pretty much. Don't do Nolly Smiths. That's what... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. I, do them if you got them, though, right? Yeah, what, do whatever you want to do, right? He says that as well. Do whatever you want to do. I think that he, he's got it right. I agree with him. I think, do you want me to comment on the interview as a whole? Or yeah, just yeah, what was it like doing the interview? So doing the interview, he was always an interesting guy. I'd seen him at the skate parks and he had crazy board setups and he was, he was very talented on a board and just not someone that you see every day skating, you know? And we had skated a few times and he's, he, he somehow found my he doesn't have Instagram, but he found my skater interview things. And he said he enjoyed them. I was like, dude, I would love to do one on you. You're like an interesting dude. And if you dive down, just let me know. We exchanged numbers. Got the interview done. And dude, man, honestly, I didn't really know him too much before then. After doing that, we've been skating pretty consistently together for a while um, since that interview. And it was probably the, I would say one of the more moving ones that I've done. I enjoyed putting it together and I'm glad that people liked it. And I, I'm, I'm really proud of that skater, yeah. that interview. Yeah, he, he seemed very emotional and like very honest and raw. And I think that a lot of times it, it takes a minute to just kind of back off and get real with somebody where like you start out and you're kind of tense and you don't want to talk to anyone or, you know, I just want to skateboard, man. Like so I'm, I'm sure like, I'd, have you ever come across a skater who, who you know, you wanted to interview, you're like, hey, you're a great skater, you don't want to talk to me, and they're like, nah. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, everyone's pretty receptive to it. I, there are people that I would like to get to know more, and they're not ready to be on camera yet. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's fair. That's understandable. And, uh, but no, I haven't had anyone straight up be like, nah, man, it's, 
<laughs> Which and if you if you don't want to do it, like it's cool. Like I'm, I'm not no no pressure, dude. It's it's all up to you, man. Whatever yeah. you want to do. I get that camera out of my face. <laughs> no, that's cool. So uh, contrast, and I'll try to call him by what I'm assuming is his nickname and not his his legal name. Uh, but there was a, another video that I saw that you did um, in that in that same uh, skater spotlights uh, for Braden Jeffers Cravens. And so Braden was talking, or Jeffers was talking about. Um, for skateboarding, he loves the battle, that challenge of attempting a trick so many times over and over and over again. And he says that he's just got like a really immense satisfaction of when you finally get to stick that trick. His advice would have been to uh, keep your head clear, focus, and keep pushing towards your goals. Commit and be confident. And then one of the last thing that he said was not for you to, as, as a skateboarder, to over or under estimate your skills what do you think about that interview so i think everything that he said within everything that you quoted from him solid advice for anyone that is skateboarding i think it, it transitions to life well as well you want to be confident but you don't want to overestimate yourself you know in any scenario or underestimate don't sell yourself short and so he's basically saying know yourself and i i think that's very wise for him to say for his wise beyond his years some would say he's not i mean he's not super young but he, he he's younger yeah um but so, yeah it was a great 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 advice great interview yeah it, it's impressive how much insight and kind of the contrast between uh somebody who is is a an older skater or someone who's been skating for a long time versus somebody who is a little bit newer to the scene i don't want to say i don't want to say he's new to the scene but i mean like he's he's not as tenured, um, but you see those people kind of learning from each other as they they do life and skateboard together. Definitely, I think that applies to all aspects of life. Everyone can learn something from someone else, no matter where you're at, as far as age, skill, or you know, yeah. wherever you are in life. And then uh, in that same interview, Jeffers talked a little bit about. Uh, that he uh, had recovered from an ACL injury that he got while he was uh, skating a handrail. Um, and one thing that I, I really took away from that was that he's, he's talking about how the injury taught him to revisit his approach to skateboarding and try new things that are, aren't such high impact. Because I mean, he, he talks about like at first like he used to really like to take you know like big jumps and like you know so it would slam a lot and and get hurt from doing that, but. Uh, one thing that I, I took away from that was that he says to modify, to do something a little bit safer, or do what you can with what you can. What would you say to somebody who is either recovering from an injury or, or is wanting to continue skateboarding after being hurt like that? It's really hard not to want to go skate again after you get hurt. And it's really hard to stay off your board. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm a bad example of that as well. Um, but I, I agree. Do with do what you can with what you have, you know. Yeah, and you have to maybe you have to adjust what you're doing. But it, I think skateboarding is so broad, broad that you can do so many things that even just rolling around is fun. Like yeah. So. Yeah, just cruising around. Yeah, I I agree with with that uh, that train of thought. To kind of tie it all together, from my perspective as an outsider, I, I see. Uh, a congruence here for you between your work life and your hobby life 
um, is that you uh, you really seem to love and enjoy being around people. What is your take on that? I think that's something that I've never thought about in that way, and I think it. I mean, it, I think it rings true. Is that the phrase to use? Yeah. But you hear it ringing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely. I would say with healthcare. Overall, I think I mentioned earlier, it's positive and, you know, being around people when they're not at their best. I think if you can, you can be a little bit of positivity or bring them some joy or, you know, be there for somebody in their time of need. I think that's something that's valuable. And with skateboarding, same kind of thing. If you can make someone smile or like, you know, film some, film them doing their trick and like show them, you know, maybe a different angle they haven't seen before, like just capture that moment for them. And, you know, I love watching people smile after landing their trick. I like to see the joy and, you know, just overall positivity, man. If you, if you can, if you can live your life and you, if you can leave something in a more positive state than it. At the end of the day, we're only, we only have so much time here on earth, right? And I just wanna do as much cool shit as I can and um, bring as much joy and happiness into the world as I can with everyone, you know? I want everyone to succeed and I wanna have a good time, man. I just wanna have a good time. I want everyone else around me to have a good time, so. Heck yeah. That's you know, the basis of my life, I guess. I think that that's received and uh, a lot of that can be seen in you. It, it's genuine and it's real. Uh, and I think that's something that's great about what you do. I understand that you've also done a music video uh, with a local band called Days and Eleven. The song is titled To See Both Sides and Understand. What was the creative process for, for doing that video? Cash is behind that band. I knew him through his brother Ryan uh, when we were younger in high school. Cash was a little kid. He used to play guitar and drums with us when we'd, I'd come over and jam with him. Uh, he grew up, he had the band. Uh, I messaged him, I was like, dude, this is sick. I think, I think that's how it, it went down. I, I either messaged him or someone was talking about a music video or something. I was like, let's do a music video, I'm down. Let's do it, let's make it happen. I never shot one before, I uh, wanted to try it. Uh, we basically just kind of talked back and forth about how we wanted it and technical side of it like shooting it lighting and all that stuff I took care of that and as far as like story or not story but like composition of what else is up on the screen besides the band playing it's between Cash and a little bit of Colton one of the one of the people cast in it uh, and myself but mostly them as far as that, that or their content that looked great man and the, the sound, song sounded really good too it's a, cool, it's a cool song, man. We, we got another one coming. We're, we're in the works or talking about another music video for oh, it. Oh, so. that'd be great. So aside from doing music videos, I understand that you've done a, a few short films. Mm -hmm. Your dog, Birdie, in the park. Did one based on uh, coffee. And then you revisited a skit that one of your friends had done called Everyone is Dead. I wanted to hear your take on the inspiration uh, for those kind of short films. So behind the dog videos, you gotta take videos of, the, of your dog, right? Yeah, you got to. It's you got a cool camera, take videos of your dog, man. If you don't have a dog, do you even have Instagram? <laughs> but, yeah, that, I, I just like 
filming and editing and stuff so I, I'm, I'm gonna film our puppy and then for the coffee stuff same kind of thing Alex loves coffee so I made a little quick little coffee edit for her and then in her process man she she gets after that like yeah she has a process dude she's the whole thing yeah Co dude the coffee world is big I didn't even know man yeah that's like a deep dive yeah for sure anything really any kind of passion or hobby it's always a world you never knew existed yeah yeah, so Everyone's Dead is the skit that we did, we remade out from 12 years ago. We're going to have a sequel to it. It's going to be Everyone's Dad, since everyone has a baby now, or everyone has kids. But there there will be an actual sequel to that one, and the dad video. So. Oh, that's awesome, man. I'm looking forward to see that. That was, that was trippy. Yeah, it's it's cool. We'll, we'll see how the second one goes. The first one was more of like for fun. I mean, it's all for fun, but... Again, it turned out better than anticipated, so maybe we'll try a little harder on the next one. So what's next for you, Fee? You got any uh, other projects you've been working on or anything new coming up in the mix? I definitely want to travel more now that the climate, the health, political, all that climate has calmed down a bit. I want to get to more scenic hiking and documenting of that stuff. That's a lot of what I, more I want to do more of. Definitely want to continue to film skateboarding. Want to pick back up those interviews. I had stopped for a little bit. They do take up a lot of time, so I'm kind of chilled with that, but I do want to pick it back up. I'm doing a, some other filming on the side as well for various different projects and stuff. So all this stuff is taking up time, so the more time, free time I have, the more that I can dedicate to doing all this stuff. And then I do have a pretty big project that I'm taking on, probably the most ambitious one. That Has that already started? It has, it's, it's in the beginning phases. I'm looking to hopefully finish it by the end of the year. Hopefully get most of it done before summer or the end of summer. So excited to see how that turns out. I wish you the best of success with that. I think that's gonna be something worth, worth watching and looking forward to it, man. Thanks, man, appreciate that. So how can people follow you who are interested in seeing more of your work? I do have the Instagram, two stair kickflip, T-W-O underscore stair underscore kick loop. I have a YouTube but I don't really post like anything I mean I do but everything is gonna be on my Instagram uh, it's really easy to share that way and I have a link to the YouTube to the higher quality versions if you're interested in seeing everything in a little, yeah. little bit clearer quality or whatever but my Instagram will mostly have my stuff and I'll do some story stuff as well in there some interesting stuff yeah. Love it. If you're interested, check it out. If not, you know, no big deal. Oh, yeah. Well, Fee, it's been so great to have you on the show. And to the listener, if you are wanting to seek some excellent cinematography and you enjoy skateboarding and dog videos, check out Fee on 2 underscore stare underscore kickflip. And until next time, I'm your host, Josh Morgan, on the Seek and Enjoy podcast. Find what makes you happy.